You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Let's go right to the phones. I want to get plenty of time in with this gentleman. Joining us is Brad Peterson from Brad Peterson Outdoors. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Terry. You know, I want to uh, want to get a conditions update, and then I want to get to a caller that texted us, and he said he's a trout angler in Arvada. He wants to learn other fish. He wants some tips on how to do that. want to try to address that, but before we, we even start with either of those, you and I both had posts. You had it on your NOCO report, and I had it on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook, and that's about Cast for Kids. Cast for Kids is a tremendous opportunity, folks, where disadvantaged kids, some of them are in wheelchairs, they all have some issue, but they get them out fishing once a year. And there's two events in Colorado. One at Chatfield is the end of July, but there's one at Horsetooth that's next weekend. They need more boaters, volunteer boaters. This could be the most rewarding thing you've ever done in your life. And Brad, You've got it on your NOCO report with a description. I'll let you tell people in a minute where they can get that. But if you go to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook and click on the picture of the kid on the boat, you will uh, it'll take you right to the Horsetooth event. And, Brad, uh, I know you have a couple of comments on that. Yeah, this is, this is just a great event. It's been going on for a long time. The, the Centennial Bass Club puts it on, and this is, you know, as you say, it's going to be one of the most rewarding fishing activities you can be a part of. And I know as of just a couple of days ago, they still were about 10 boats short uh, so that they could get all 40 plus families out on the water. And this event, you know, it's rewarding for the kids. It's re- rewarding for the people that participate in it. Um, they have a breakfast there. So you're able to get that a great lunch. They do awards for the kids it's it's just a little bit over a half a day commitment, but it's absolutely worth it. And how can they find it on your information? You can go to uh, com and click on the May 26th post, and right in there is the information and a link to get more of the details about the event and how you can help out. And like I said, or you can go to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook and click. It'll take you right to the horse tooth event. All right, so the temperatures are rising. We're getting the summer, late spring, summer-like conditions. I think things are starting to pop. What's going on, Brad? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, you know, we finally have got some semi-stable weather, and so the bites have really started turning on, um, particularly out on that I-76 corridor. The lakes that had kind of been a little bit slow to start are are finally getting going i know you had someone on from jackson earlier today and they talked about the fishing going on out there uh the wipers are starting to fire up and a lot of those are 18 inches or better then you keep going out a little further and one of the kind of overlooked lakes on the i-76 corridor and that's pruitt pruitt has probably the best walleye bite going on of any of them right now so that's one that uh, is is a good opportunity to get out to. It's less crowded. It's a no-wake lake. So if you're worried about real heavy boat traffic on this holiday weekend, that might be one to think about. Do be cautious at Pruitt um, with the boat ramp out there. It can get 
tough to launch or to load up your boat if the wind really gets rolling. So just pay attention to the weather. But on those days that it's nice out, man, it's it's great to get out to a lake that doesn't have big boats uh, just buzzing by you all, all day long. And then Sterling is completely full, and the walleyes are starting to pick up a better bite than we saw any time last year for the walleyes. So that one on the I-76 corridor is another one to think about going out to. I'm, I'm looking at probably hitting Sterling middle of next week. And so, you know, they're going to just get better and better as the water warms them. I think most of them have are full or close to full, have good water, so that's a great sign. What about Boyd right here, right here in uh, Loveland? It was low, but I hear the water's coming in pretty fast. Yeah, they're, they're putting almost 800 CFS in the lake right now. And since Sunday, Boyd has raised seven feet uh, as of yesterday. So it may even be up further today. Uh, with that water coming in, it has dirtied up a lot of the lake, particularly there's the south end where there's water coming in and then the Marina Cove. But uh, in that Marina Cove area, the white bass are just concentrated from the mouth of the cove all the way back to where the water comes in. And if you want to get out and catch some fish and just have good action, those white bass are tough to beat. And one of the nice things about when they're concentrated in that cove, shore anglers are catching just as many fish as the boat anglers. And, you know, so just go down there, make sure to give the, the person next to you a little bit of room. Those fish are cruising in there using, I, I saw people catching them on flies. You know, some people are catching them on spinners. Uh, I was out there yesterday and the best lure I found was a paddle tail um, on, you know, quarter ounce jig head, just slowly retrieve straight back. And there were, when those schools of fish had come by, it was a bite on every cast. Yeah, it can be just phenomenal. We're going to run out of time here pretty soon, so I want to get to our, our friend's question. Now, we're not going to make a multi-species angler out of him in the next couple minutes, but he's a trout angler. I'm going to assume from shore. He didn't say in his text, but he wants to know the best way to learn other fish. I'll give you a couple of my pointers, and then I'll let you respond. One is don't try to learn everything at once. Figure out if you want, what do you want to go to next? If you're a shore angler, you might want to go bass or panfish. And you, but you want a different rod for both of those. So make sure you have good gear. Go to whoever your favorite tackle dealer is. There's, there's a Jack's in Broomfield and Lafayette that can help you out. There's a lot of small tackle shops. There's big stores all around. Go talk to them. Say, I want to become a bass fisherman. Don't go to a bait casting rod right away. Go to just a heavier spinning rod, unless you already have that. Or if you're going to do panfish, go to a lighter spinning rod. Now you may already have that gear. But once you decide, then get a handful of presentations that apply to that type of species and maybe start in the ponds and the smaller lakes. What would you say, Brad? Yeah, that's that. you hit the nail on the head there, Terry. Um, your trout rod may double for a panfish rod if you've got a lighter trout rod. So you might not need to get a new rod for panfish, but you'll need to get some new presentations. And, and maybe get kind of that, that medium power rod for some bass. But the easiest way to learn and to really get a handle on it is to approach the ponds in the area. They fish well all year long. You know, like we just talked about the white bass. 
that's a great opportunity to go catch fish from shore, use some of your trout techniques and catch some warm water fish. But as soon as that water turns off, which is going to be in the next 10 days to two weeks, that bite goes away. So if you want to spend the summer learning how to catch, you know, some new warm water species, go to the ponds, target those areas, and look for the panfish being crappie and bluegill, the predominant panfish in the ponds around here, and the largemouth bass. That's going to be your easiest way to learn, kind of work your way around. If you go to a pond and you aren't seeing much activity, much life going, because usually there's going to be some fish up shallow with a good pair of polarized glasses. You're going to see some activity. If that's not happening, there's another pond just a few miles away, and don't be afraid to go on and and try the next one. But once you find those ponds, you're going to be able to learn quite a bit quicker than if you just try to target big reservoirs. Yeah, we are out of time, but then don't try to learn every presentation. Learn one or two and move on. I tell you what, we'll try to cover this some more next week, too, because it's not a process that's going to happen overnight. Brad, if people want more information from you, how do they get a hold of you? You can reach me on Facebook at Brad Peterson Outdoors or give me a call or shoot me a text at 303-829-3998. All right, my friend, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Terry. You bet, Brad Peterson, just uh, always a great resource. Take a quick time up. We're going to switch things up and do some shooting with uh, JR from uh, Colorado Clays here on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors and 104.3 The Fan.